Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Thanks for supporting the Fable and Folly Network. Here's another show we know you'll love. I got this really strange email last night. I need to see what's going on with this mystery file. Hey, it's a map of a town called Ocean Bay. Someone sent these images to you for a reason. I'm so lost right now. When was the last time you chose a direction and followed it? I'm going to Ocean Bay. We don't get many tourists this time of year. Ocean Bay is a friendly town, but we're not that friendly. I never sent you an email. I don't even know you. And why exactly are you here? The map is the reason we're here. Maps help when you're lost. Do you know what a trap street is? Trap streets aren't real. They don't exist. Don't trust anyone unless they give you a reason to trust them. I, I think he's dead. How could so much damage happen to a human body in such a short period of time? What the hell is going on here? From the creators of Strange Air, this is Trap Street. So maps can have secrets. Yes, maps can have secrets. Follow and hear new episodes of Trap Street anywhere you listen to podcasts. The Crit Show contains elements of horror, fantasy violence, and adult language. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. So after the intro last week, I got a handful of messages from people asking. They had some stuff they wanted to send us. They wanted to know if they could still send it to the same address. Because I I did mention Mm -hmm. last week, we are moving into a new studio. Yes, for now, you can still send. If you've got stuff you want to send us, you can send it to the address on the website is correct. And as soon as uh, we get settled in and I get the change of address form done, we will make sure to change the address on the website. And I'll mention it here in the intro all. Put it in the intro and then probably do the change of address form like that same day just so that I know that nothing hopefully is out of sync. Boy, that was really all I I had. (laughs) Yeah. Great. In and out. One and done. Kim's like, yeah, you can just go ahead and change the address to my address and anything you want us on the crit show has to go through me. I'll dox myself to get every gift. She's like, that's it. Now you're all waiting for half a year to get your stuff. Nine months after the fact, I get hard candy. (laughs) Some of that candy's hard when they send it to us. So it's had to make its way through the cold Canadian North to get to us. Uh, So goodbye, I guess. Enjoy the episode. Episode. The sun is up, but only just. People are clearly getting ready for their day. The shops are getting open. Um, There is some bustle out and about town. And I think even just looking down the main road, you can see that there's a bunch of goons. Like every short distance down this road, like in front of each shop, you know, in a rocking chair or leaning against a railing or whatever. There's a bunch of people who aren't bustling. Like it's like they're at their post and 
That is their job. Where are you asking Jumbo and Wyatt to take you? I feel like it's trying to get a lay of the land, like as soon as we see the town proper, to then try to give them direction. All right, Rev, why don't you read a situation as you get a view of the town? Seven. Okay, you get to ask one of the questions from the list. What should I be on the lookout for? From above, from the top of the bluff, looking down on the town, you could see that it kind of ended in like a cul-de-sac, um, like a like a loop, and the governor's mansion was at the far end of it, uh, you know, flanked by other structures. Uh, I think now that you're down here, you can see a little bit more clearly, like what all of that is. Um, that you can see that big mansion just dead opposite you at the far end of that loop. On one side of it is uh, what again looks like a church, um, but it looks kind of like shuttered, you know, dilapidated. Windows are boarded up and stuff. The belfry is like boarded up. It doesn't seem like it's in use for worship or anything. On the other side is an inn, um, like a saloon and inn area. Um, and again, that building, it doesn't look like people are like in and out of that place. It doesn't really look like it's operational. It looks boarded up as well. And then almost as a blockade in the road before that loop, there are some goons. And I think it occurs to you that these like three structures and these guys are kind of making a big ring at the end of this town. Um, what of those things that you described are like a, a feasible, like, oh, this is where we need to go. Like, obviously not the boarded up places. The three down there at the end of the loop, the governor's mansion, the church, the inn, those are all blockaded by goons. Other than the governor's mansion, they're boarded up. It seems like the only one of those you'd have a reason to go to would be the mansion to talk to the mayor. Okay. Uh, otherwise, anything this side of the blockade and this side of the loop is probably fair game. All the shops are getting open. You could go to the closest building to that blockade, and I don't think there'd be any suspicion there. Um, there is a general store down there that seems like the last building on the left, closest to all those guys who are blocking the loop and the way to the mayor's house. Like a general store at this time would have been the place where maybe you could have sold something on consignment, like essentially like pawning it. I mean, yeah, I, th I don't think there's anywhere else you could sell anything <laughs> like this. It's the store. It's yeah. the general store. Uh, unless you're trying to get a buddy of yours to hook you up and like, hey, take take my gun for a little while and give me some money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like maybe if we had horseshoes, we might go to a blacksmith, but like general stuff, general store. Okay. Yeah. I dig it. I dig it. Yeah, so I think the story being that, like, oh, yeah, we pawned something here. We want to, we're here mm. to get it back. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, as we're, like, nearing the uh, the general store, I just want to point at the boarded up saloon. Oh, no, what happened there? I'm a musician. I was looking forward to maybe trying to get some work in here. Jumbo says, oh, no, Mayor Dales boarded up the church and the saloon when he moved into town. He wanted this whole place for... Sort of a compound for himself, keep himself safe and whatnot. Although at some point he kind of relaxed the guidelines on that. He don't seem like he's getting much use out of those buildings or nothing anymore. At least not the saloon. He's not been very protective of it recently. Oh, do you like you guys get to go in there and hang out? Well, yeah, like when we take our breaks and stuff or there's a shift rotation, we can go in the saloon and kick it. <laughs> <laughs> Dope, dude. Hell yeah. But nobody can go in the church? They kind of look at each other and Wyatt says, I reckon we probably shouldn't be talking too much about all this stuff. This is confidential information, the mayor said. Oh. Boy, that's got to make it hard on the townsfolk. Can't turn to God, can't turn to the bottle. What are they supposed to do when things get rough? <clears throat> well, under Mayor Dale's protection, things don't really get rough. We keep a good, safe town. It's not how I remember it, but... 
<laughs> Slide an arm around Megan and pull her close. I know, honey. It's okay. Can I read these guys to see, like, do they believe what they're saying or is it just they're paid to say it? Uh, yeah. Why don't you read a person? When you read a person in a charged interaction, roll plus soul plus empathy. On a 10 plus, ask the GM or the PC's player three of these questions. On a seven and nine, ask one of these questions. Take plus one forward when you act on the information. God damn. 10. Okay. You get three questions. Might be generous to call this a charged interaction, but yeah. whatever. Is your character telling the truth? Yes. Uh, I mean, they haven't, like, they were very clearly just now like, oh, we shouldn't talk about this. Yeah. Um. So obviously they haven't told you everything, but nothing they've told you has been false. Uh, how can I get your character to tell me more of that stuff that you don't think you should tell me? <laughs> <laughs> Probably a few ways. Either like bribe them real good you know pay them more than dales would pay them or you know enough that it's worth the punishment buddy up to them real good so that like you know they think you're their friend more than the mayor is their friend or convince them maybe that the mayor is not on their side or not a good guy or somebody that they should distrust and like it's worth losing the money to not trust this guy what does your character wish i'd do shut up and go see the mayor yeah <laughs> <laughs> really at this point like Nothing in particular. Like, you guys have kind of won them over enough. Uh, you know, it'd make their life a little easier if you just go see the mayor and there didn't have to be any sneaky sneak. But also, they don't seem terribly worried about it. Uh, you know, they've walked through and just kind of given the up nod to some of the other goons who have returned it. And, like, that seems to be going okay. So, they're they're kind of fine. They're, like, along for the ride. Okay. Not ride or die, though. But Fair. Uh, so, they walk you down the road to the general store and they head inside jumbo ducks through the doorway uh takes his hat off and nods at the proprietor behind the counter in the door on the right and wyatt hangs back and you know kind of gestures for all of you to head in in front like he's gonna post up out here yep we're all in as you do the proprietor looks surprised he doesn't recognize you uh and he says oh out of town guests welcome welcome what can i do for you thank you for visiting my fine establishment this morning. What do you need? I don't know about all them, but I'm just looking for really good snacks. He says, uh, yes, absolutely, of course, right this way. And he hustles out from behind the counter and like leads you over towards one of the aisles that you can see has some <clears throat> stacks of boxes and like the ones on top are open and have assorted dry goods inside. Nice, nice, nice. And I, yeah, I'll, I'll start going through some stuff. Um, and I'm going to lean in towards Kim. Jumbo... I think if you keep him talking, like he, it seems like he's kind of on our side. I don't know what you said to him about Megan, but keep <laughs> going. I think he'll spill the beans about what's going on inside of those buildings. Okay. I'll sidle over to Jumbo. I really can't thank you enough for the kindness that you are doing, my group, and especially my friend Megan. Oh, don't mention it. I'm, I'm happy to help. No skin off my nose. No, but you're really going above and beyond like this. And such chivalry, I think, should not go unrewarded. And I want to open the purse on my hip and uh, pull out some cash and give it to him. He, like, his eyes widen as he sees it. And he kind of, like, looks around surreptitiously to see if anybody's going to spot him. And then he takes it and folds it up and puts it in his pocket. Is that too little to be offensive? Because I have more. Sorry, I have no head for money, despite having a ton of it. <laughs> so good. He says, well, I mean, a little bit more wouldn't go unappreciated, man. Of course, of course, for you and your friend. And I'll go back to my purse and produce like twice as much. He smiles and he takes it and folds it up and puts it in his pocket. And he says, boy, I'm, I'm glad y'all rolled into town. 
It was a good day. <laughs> I'm glad we saw you. Ugh, it is too bad about that saloon, though. Oh, there's nothing really good in the saloon anyway. It's, you know, nobody goes in there. There's some dusty old bottles that we can pull from time to time, but it's just a musty, dusty, dark old place. And how long has it been like that? I, I suppose I, I, I lower my voice as if, like, I'm afraid to mention it in front of Megan. For how long has it been since Mayor Dales took over? Oh, going on a year now. Ugh, that's a long time to just be dealing with musty, dusty bottles of liquor. Yeah, but when we get leave and we can go elsewhere, we got a lot of money in our pocket we can spend on fresh bottles. Now, come on, you do you think it'd be possible, just out of curiosity, to maybe let a gal have a little peek at that saloon? Well, as long as none of the boys are inside, I reckon it wouldn't hurt much or nothing. Well, if you promise to keep watch, I promise to be very quick. He looks over at the shopkeep who is talking to Tass and looks out the door where Wyatt has his back to the doors and is kind of keeping watch, chatting with one of the other goons that's standing out in the street. Uh, and he, like, indicates with his head towards the back. He says, well, sure, we can go out the back and loop around. <sighs> Thank you. Ugh, it's so good that we met each other today. It sure is. Go back to Rev. I think I found an entrance into the saloon. Is it always like this? Like, there are so many people here on their side. I guess in one world there was, like, a whole town that was full of, like, walking Nash skeletons, and the other one we were having to fight our own clones, so I guess, yeah. Okay, sorry I asked. <laughs> Megan, what are you up to? Getting my horse some oat. <laughs> no problem. Also want to ask uh, if they have any, like, arrowheads here. I think the shopkeep kind of furrows his brow and frowns. No, I'm, I'm sorry, I don't have anything... Like that here, um, I suppose that might be something you could ask after the blacksmith for. I will do that. Thank you so much. Just oaths, please. Yes, of course. And I give some money, and I don't know how much, but I am poor. An appropriate amount for oats. <laughs> uh, the currency in this world is meticulously planned, and <laughs> I know exactly how much it is <laughs> and oats. what form it takes. The currency in this world is... Don't worry about it. <laughs> is oats. Is coins or paper or gems or jewels. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Tass and Megan are uh, engaged with the shopkeep. Jumbo has offered to sneak Kim out the back. Uh, and Rev, are you going along? Hearing Megan like ask for oats and then arrowheads and the shopkeeper being like, oh yeah, no, you'd have to check this other place. I'm going to stay in the store and look around. Like The things on offer, do they seem... Like, my first impulse was like, oh, you can't buy weapons here. Like, maybe he's got a lockdown on stuff. Like, does the stuff in the store seem restricted in any way in the sense of what it seems like he's able to sell? No, it doesn't. Okay. But no, I, I think I would spend my time trying to sort that out. The Fable and Folly Network supports creators of exceptional audio stories, including the one you're listening to right now. If you love our shows, we want to hear from you. Complete our listener survey at fableandfolly.com survey. This will help us learn more about you, what you like, what you'd like to hear more of, and how we can maintain an inclusive, safe atmosphere. As a thank you for your participation, we have extras and behind-the-scenes content from your favorite shows. Fans make the network what it is. Thanks for listening, and we can't wait to hear from you. Find our listener survey at fableandfolly.com survey today. Looking to get out of the ads and back to the story? Fable and Folly Plus is a new way to support the creators you love. 
The podcast you're listening to right now and more than 60 others can be heard ad-free for as little as $4 a month by visiting fableandfolly.com slash plus. And now you'll start to see Fable and Folly Network shows are offering bonus content to all existing and new supporters. Find exclusive new episodes from shows like Civilized and Realms of Peril and Glory. Fable and Folly Plus. Sign up today at fableandfolly.com slash plus. Kim Jumbo walks you to the back and opens the back door out of the shop, uh, gestures for you to go on ahead. Thank you. I'll go through. Uh, And he ducks out behind you, closes it, puts his hat back on, uh, and he kind of peeks down the alley, not really an alley, but just the space between the general store and the saloon to make sure that nobody else is looking from the other end, uh, and then takes like one big, long stride, and he just crosses it effortlessly uh, and waves for you to follow. (laughs) I take several quick steps to keep up with Jumbo's pace. And he walks you down towards a back door. It is boarded over with a single board, like the slat that's in the rungs. I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. Like if you were barring it to keep somebody from coming your direction through it. Um, But it's just a big fuck off heavy piece of wood. Like it'd be a pain in the ass for somebody to move. Except not for Jumbo. He just puts two (laughs) hands underneath it, lifts it up, stands it up vertically against the wall. Uh, and grabs the handle and opens the door, and there is no light inside. Uh, It's very dark going in there. You can't see much of anything. I think what sunlight comes in through the door, you can see just dust hanging in the air, Uh, and he says, "Mm, help yourself. Thank you. Uh, I want to step in, and I'd like to spend a gear slot to get a lantern. Okay. Uh, You produce a lantern and light it and light cascades throughout this saloon. Uh, The door you came in just leads straight behind the bar. Um, It's got a very similar setup to Mary Jane's saloon back in Prospect Gardens. Not a lot of innovation going on in the design world here, it seems, because the game master's not very creative. Copy Mm. paste. But there are some tables. There are some empty bottles and glasses sitting on the bar. You can see where some of the dust is disturbed. He did mention that Sometimes on break, they'll come in here and they'll grab a drink and they'll kick back and you can see the evidence of that. But there doesn't seem to be anybody currently in here. What are you doing? What are you looking for? This is now the third of these worlds I've tried to go into to find runes and magic circles. So I suppose I'm looking around to see if I can find any evidence. Okay. Why don't you investigate? Sure. Seven. All right. So you get one relevant fact. As you are looking around in here... You can see that, like, various of the floorboards are loose. They squeak underneath your feet. And I think there's one that you step on in particular that actually the other end comes up a little bit. And it comes up real easy, like, smoothly almost. Uh, And I think you find that it's hinged. Um, Like, it's not just a loose floorboard. It's meant to come up. And underneath it is a rune carved into the wood. But (gasps) it has been gouged out. What? Okay, okay. Cool. Yeah, I'm going to put the floorboard back where I saw it and go back out through the door and sort of like nod a jumbo. Thank you for satiating my curiosity. No problem. It's a shame that it's not up and running. It'd be nice to have an artiste perform in town. We don't get a lot of entertainment passing through. Ah, well, play your cards, right? Maybe I'll play you a little something at the end of all this. Oh, that'd be mighty nice, man. (laughs) Jumbo again peeks the alley uh, and then leads you back across and back in the rear door of the general store. How are we all doing in here? How's the shopping list? It's great. I was like, just hold a bag of oats. 
Uh, did you find anything? No, just a bunch of musty, dusty bottles, but I'm sort of like raising my eyebrows significantly at the three of them. Oh, shame. Yeah. Uh, so uh, what else should we check out while we're in town? Jumbo shrugs. Uh, he says, I mean, there's not much interesting to see. I was just telling your friend we don't have nothing in terms of entertainment or anything in town. There's a blacksmith. There's a place for you to buy some clothes, place for you to get your weapons tended to if you need it. But this is really a pretty functional little town at this point. Mayor Dale says he don't want a lot of debauchery coming through or else it'll lead to trouble. Speaking of which, and um, I pat my guns that, you know, I'd showed him earlier. I, I know I know I shouldn't be uh, shouldn't be asking about this. This might be a question for the mayor, but I figured I'd go to the expert first. Uh, these are actually holy guns. And I, uh, I wouldn't mind if I possibly could uh, getting into maybe that that church. See if they got a little holy water. I could top this off. You know, keep the holy going. He's looking at you confused and looking at your golden guns, which I keep forgetting are golden. By the way, people should have a stronger reaction to that. I'm just <laughs> not thinking of it. <laughs> and he shakes his head. He says, "Oh, sorry, friend. Y'all are being mighty nice, but I can't let you in the church." It's against the rules. Okay, so that'd probably be a, a question for the mayor then. Well, you can try. Expect he won't let you in there neither. Wow, there must be something intense going on in there. He, like, his eyes dart back and forth. He realizes he said too much. He says, no, it just, it's... Oh, hey. No, oh, it's, it's, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, all, it's all good. It's all good. It's, it ju- it's just closed up and da- it's condemned. Is the word. That oh, it's dangerous to go in there. Mayor Dale said, yeah, it's dangerous, so nobody can go in there because it could come down on them at any moment and don't want nobody getting hurt in town. Sounds like you should just tear it down then. <laughs> I can hear the sweat rolling off of Jumbo's forehead. I think I'm just, I'm like watching him, keeping eye contact, nodding, and just also pulling a few bills out of my wallet. He like looks at the money and he looks at the shopkeeper who is like looking at all of you and he makes eye contact with Jumbo and kind of like, oh, and like <laughs> gets busy with something else because he knows he shouldn't be paying attention. And Jumbo kind of like kind of waves you all in for a huddle and is like, why are y'all asking so many questions about the church? Why does it matter so much? Why you why you want to pay for it? Okay, I'm going to level with you. I'm going to be, you know what? I'm going to be honest. I'm getting you in on the circle of trust here because you've shown us that you're on the level. I like to think we've shown you that we're on the level. You can send word back the way that, that we came to the, the little town that we just left. We took out a monster that was attacking them, and we think it's still out there. We're trying to make sure that these towns stay safe, get rid of these things. You ever heard of the Headless Horseman? Yeah. I pat my guns. These and these three here with me, we took that guy out. And so places like this, we want to we wanna keep these people safe just as much as you do. And it was hollowed ground in holy water at the end of the day that saved everything. Yep. And we didn't want to say anything to the mayor because I figured he might not believe me. Being who she is. You know, their history. We date. We, we it's dated. okay, Megan. You don't have to talk <laughs> about it. He he pats you gently on the shoulder. He doesn't know his own strength, though, so like ah! kind of buckles your knees a little bit. Tass, why don't you give me a charm roll? Uh, do we want to make this a teamwork? Is everybody contributing on this? I definitely will. It sure feels like we are. So everybody give me a charm, but... Definitely at least Tass. Ten. Oh, thank God, because I got a five. <laughs> Seven. Seven. Okay. So, a full success, no consequence. Jumbo's, like, excited. Like, he's hyped. And he says, you think he's still out there? You, you'll hunt monsters? 
We do. Um, we actually met up with some Iron Striders. I don't know how you all feel about them. Uh, they they were nice enough to us, but they, they ran off. We helped them with a big old beast that came over the mountains, and, and oh, then yeah. they left. And uh, yeah, then it was just us against the horsemen. The two monsters we'd taken out in like a couple of days. Yeah, yeah. It's only been what, four four days, two monsters. Wow. Well, uh, and he kind of like stands up a little bit straighter, like thumbs the side of his nose. He's like, I don't mean to brag, but I'm something of a monster hunter myself. Is <gasps> that right? Yeah. Cool. What what monsters What monsters have you seen? Oh, we got one. <gasps> oh, really? You got, what do you mean you got, like you have one? <gasps> yeah. It's in the church, isn't it? He smiles and he nods and does like a shh gesture at you. What, what is it? I don't know exactly what it is. I don't know that any of us know. Mayor Dales might know. He's the one who told us keep it locked up, keep it guarded. Some kind of man bat. Whoa. Now, hold on, hold on. If you have something like that in in like custody, certainly you have some runes up to protect it, right? Protect yourselves? He furrows his brow. He says, I don't know what a runes is, but it's in some kind of fancy circle. Yeah, with like symbols on the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, good, 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 good. That's that's good. What's what them symbols do? He told us that it was like a jail. It would keep it from getting out. Well, if they're done right, yes. Oh, how do I know if they're done right? I mean, it hasn't left. It takes a lot of doing. I mean, it might just be waiting. It might right the, or the headless horseman might be coming to break him out. You think they're in cahoots? I mean, probably yes. Creatures of the night. Who knows? Evil begets evil. So it's kept him locked up so far, but that they might be only to keep it in. They might not be to keep other monsters out. And, I mean, think about it like this. If we don't know for sure, if I don't get eyes on this, frankly, think about putting somebody in a jail cell with uh, bars made of aluminum, something flimsy. The hell is aluminum? Uh, uh, gold even. Pretty, but not very strong, right? Oh, we got to tell Mayor Dales. I mean, if y'all are professionals like that, I'll bet he, he'll want you to get eyes on it, make sure that everything's secure. Yeah, but from what you've said, Mayor Dale strikes me as a person who takes a lot of pride in their ability and their work. He may just say, no, 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 that's dumb. These, they don't know what they're talking about. I've got it sorted. But if we go fix it, he never needs to know there was a problem to begin with. And then nobody's in trouble. Oh, and <sighs> Megan. Yeah, he yeah. might he might think that you know, I'm making this up just to get back in for leaving me. Oh, honey, it's okay. <laughs> and I just, I hand him another bill as she's crying. <laughs> I like open one eye to see if he's buying it. <laughs> he is, yeah. He, he, oh, he looks so sad for you. He, he nods. He says, all right. I mean, I don't think any of the other guys are going to like it, though. I, they're not going to want to let us in there. I don't even think Wyatt will go along with this one. Are you sure there isn't, like, a sneaky way to get into the church like we did with the saloon? Well, it's it's all boarded up. I mean... But you're so strong. He blushes. <laughs> I love him. Yeah. <laughs> Let's take him with us. I don't... I'm sure I could get one of the boards off the windows, but I don't know if I could do it without nobody hearing. I, I heard rumor that there's a tunnel that runs underground from the church to the mayor's house... That at least ain't boarded up, but it is guarded, and, well, the mayor's inside. If we make a bunch of racket, though, he's going to come wanting to know what's going on anyway. I whisper to Kim, maybe a performance on the other side of town? I was just thinking the same thing. Maybe when it gets darker? Jumbo, if you think that you can get a board off of one of those windows, I think I could handle the noise issue. He looks so troubled. Like, he looks so torn. 
he wants to help you, but he doesn't want to get in trouble and he doesn't want to cross the mayor. When? Later tonight? After sunset? I gotta gotta pretend all day. We could make it a a little easier on you. I mean, if Kim's going to do a performance and and you're going to sneak the two of them in, you could take me now to meet the mayor and I could say that I've brought someone to do a performance, but they don't show their face until the performance because it's, you know, a performer thing. And so we can keep you busy and we can just let the two of them sneak out and then come meet you when it gets dark. That is so good. And so we're still, you know, we're still meeting the mayor and we're not putting you in a situation where you got to lie all day because you can take me to meet him. And that's true. Like, uh, Kim's a performer and uh, she loves uh, playing instruments and, and stuff for people. So she'll actually be doing all of this. So you don't, you're not really lying about anything. Um, and also, like, we'll pay you. Oh, that's true. There is absolutely a fee that we pay for the use of the venue. Which would be the street in this case, so uh, also, that would go to you. Yeah. Also, you're helping us. You're helping us with monster catching. So, like, you're part of our crew, really. When you think about it. His chest puffs up. Okay. Yeah. All right. I think this is good. So you you want me to take you to meet Mayor Dales? Let's let the three of them sneak out of town. But Kim will be, you know, setting up for a performance. But yeah, I could I can go meet the mayor now, so that you feel a little more comfortable, and you're not, you know, trying to make it through the whole day just just hiding information. Okay. He looks at the three of you. Wyatt can take you back out if, if that's okay with you. And that way, I mean, nobody should give you any bother if you're being escorted. But I, I mean, I guess if you're going to try and be sneaky, that's good luck. An escort sounds perfect. Uh, if you could uh, pardon us one second, Jumbo. I just have a few uh, little silly performer things I need to talk about with my friends here. Yeah, writer stuff. Yeah, I give him a hug. Oh, he he gives you a hug back and he's like, you could feel his heart racing like he's so nervous. It's going to be okay. Okay. Yeah, go go tell Wyatt about the, the, the plan here, the short term, and, and we'll we'll get set. Okay. He goes and walks out the front door. I grab the three of them and huddle just within the aisles of this general store. <laughs> I look at the, the general store owner, and I, I, do, <laughs> I do the like fingers in my eyes and fingers pointing at him. He uh, quickly pretends that he was looking at something <laughs> else and then resumes wiping down the counter really fast. What's up, Kim? Okay, I found a rune in the saloon. What? It was underneath the trap door, but here's the thing. It was already scratched out. Scratched out? What? But can you, could you see it enough to draw it? Uh, yeah. I wonder if that was the first circle that Nash set up before he came back and started changing things. Oh, uh, get your, get your sketchbook out. Uh, can you redraw it and we can see what it looked like? Yeah, I'll redraw the rune that I saw. Does this match with... The runes that we've seen previously? Yeah. I mean, it definitely looks like one of the runes that is in the spell circles that contain the monsters and reagents and stuff. Has it been a different symbol when it's been like Nash has come back and reconfigured shit? I don't think so. I think they've just been reorganized to do a different thing, if that makes sense. Yeah, like things were added to them, but maybe because of like the maybe the medium matters. Like, oh, it was wood, so we couldn't, I had to recarve it or... I don't know if that was the only one that I saw in there, but it was really dark. But, I mean, if it was scratched, I mean, like, ruining one part of the circle would render this whole circle unusable, right? Or maybe they corralled it. Like, maybe it was in a bigger space before it went to sleep, and then they recreated the spell, like, in the church now. So before, that's why, like, oh, this whole downtown, like, maybe they were able to, to trap him while he was sleeping or something, and tighten his his cage that's solid there are stories about this thing somebody saw it 
flying around. Think they think that it stole a bag of feed. I mean, a, a man bat is that, that sounds vampire. Is this like a like a vampire from our world? Yeah, why would it want corn? I mean, if this is something like Malia, it might just be somebody that lives around here and can change into that the same way she changed into a giant bat. I'm really putting all my eggs into this. He's not going to know who I am, Basket. Yeah. So if you hear mm -hmm. three gunshots in a row, he saw me, he recognized me. Okay, so two gunshots, no problem. Four gunshots, (laughs) we're good. Yeah. That's just me taking care of business. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, shit, Rev. We're in cowboy world, so random gunshots is not going to be uncommon, but if you if it's like, now are we talking one, two, three, or is it one, two, three? I don't, how long does it take to do, what's the, what is it going to sound what's like? What's three emergency gunshots versus like, you took a bite of a really good burger and you're celebrating gunshots? Yeah, like, where's yeah, the yeah. pacing difference? So it's slower than fanning the hammer. Okay, okay, I so got you. So you won't confuse it with, like, your revolvers firing three times, just fanning the hammer. Gotcha. Can you also scream? Oh, I'm sure I will. Okay, great. Yeah, if he knows who I am and I'm having to fire my gun off in the middle of this really fucking crowded town, I'm probably going to be screaming. Great, great. Well, listen to that. Sounds you good. You can probably also look for, like, a flare of magic in the air, because oh. that I won't be able to control. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining, like, this interaction goes sideways, and, you know, Rev's talking to the mayor, and he's like, just a moment. And he pulls out his gun and just goes, oh! And just start shooting it into the air. <laughs> and the mayor's like, of course, as you were. All right. How about we go meet the mayor? Or at least you do. Yeah, I'll I'll get ready. Taz and Megan just lay low for a little bit, wait until sunset. Just when you get in there, I, I'm not sure exactly what to expect if a rune has already been marked out. The circle might just be the church. Can't know for sure until we get in. Yeah. And Kim, again, who knows? Recognition. If you got some way to disguise yourself, it may not be a bad idea. So that way we're not blown when he sees you performing in the off chance that he knows who you are. Oh yeah, I got a ton of costumes back on the train. Nice. All right, you head out the front door. Wyatt gestures for three of you to follow him, starts walking you back down the main thoroughfare, and Jumbo gestures for Rev to follow. And he walks towards the barricade of other goons and gives a nod and they step aside and let him through. And he walks you clean across this circle and up the steps towards the mansion. Uh, and I mean, again, he's just like visibly sweating. He's like mopping at his brow with a handkerchief that he tucks back in the pocket of his overalls and looks at you and nods and lifts up a hand and gives three big knocks on the front door of the mansion. And there's a pause. And then the door opens. Rev, you're looking at a finely dressed, fairly old gentleman. Um, he's got like a lined face. It's clear that he's pretty, pretty scrawny, but like what's there is like muscly, like sinewy muscle. He's got a nicely trimmed like gray and white beard and he looks at you with a bit of a furrowed brow and he looks at jumbo uh, and th- there's something about him that looks kind of familiar but it's a little bit hard to place like he doesn't immediately jump out at you and you don't seem to immediately jump out at him he looks at jumbo and says jumbo who's this and jumbo says sorry to bother you mr mayor um this gentleman was passing through and so i, I wanted to bring him to meet you so that you could appraise him and whatnot. And uh, the mayor looks at you again and kind of looks you up and down and says, uh, well, what's your name, friend? Uh, my name is Revington. Nice to meet you. He holds out a hand to shake. He says, oh, well, my name's Dales. Seth Dales. Come on in. I follow him. He turns and leads you in. Jumbo follows in after you. Uh, and he walks you over towards the sitting room and he's talking as he does. So what's your business in my town, Mr. Revington? Well, I initially was just passing through, and I noticed that the uh, 
saloon is closed, I work with a entertainer. I, I realize that the saloon itself is closed. I was going to offer our services to put on a little a little show. Uh, we can even do it in the street. It's a, a performer. She's got a beautiful voice, uh, is able to play a number of instruments, uh, very family-friendly, wholesome kind of thing. He uh, pours himself a drink, and he like holds up the bottle inquiringly towards you. Uh, I shake my head. He sets it back down. He takes a drink. He says, mm, I don't know. I don't much care for entertainers. They tend to bring an unsavory crowd with them, get all excited, lose track of themselves, cause trouble. That's completely reasonable. But this is not, I'm not sure what kind of music you're thinking of. Um, you know, this is someone who travels to theaters and saloons, you know, back in the day, but not uh, establishments of ill repute. We're not, we're not <laughs> out here to, you know, get anyone overly excited, rambunctious. We're just trying to remind people of the things that are worth living for. You notice like a little like flash of confusion over his face, like, like he's curious about your wording. Uh, and he says, this artist, what do they call themselves? Oh, she is known as the Oracle. Again, he gives you kind of like a confused, appraising look. Interesting. It started off kind of uh, as a as a bit, as a, a shtick, but she's got such a strong ability to read the crowd and play the kind of music that suits them that they started to call her the, the Oracle of the audience. Uh, he nods as he takes another drink. This is where it all goes south. He's going to ask me to roll something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to have you make a bluff deceive roll, and it is going to be opposed. Um, bluff deceive can be opposed by empathy. So I think you're going to take a minus one on this roll. Okay. You got this, man. Well, that would be a two. Oh, <gasps> no. Well, it could have been worse. Uh, mark a grit. Mm -hmm. That was going so well until you had to roll that I was ready to give you my 10% as my manager, Rev. Yeah, yeah. He nods, kind of looks you up and down again, and he looks at Jumbo. He looks back at you. Sure, why not? The people in this town work hard. It's not like we're putting up posters all over the territory or anything to draw in hooligans. I think it'll be fine. Let your friend know they're welcome to perform here tonight. Great, thank you. Of course. Is there anything else, Mr. Revington? No, I don't believe so. And I think I'm just looking around, like taking in the room that we're in, the sitting room. Just because you said that, like, he looks familiar, I want to see if there's anything that might kick that along. Yeah, why don't you read a situation? 13. Okay. Ooh. You get three questions. What should I be on the lookout for? I think it clicks for you. Why he looks familiar, and it's part the appearance, and it's part the way he's reacting to the certain things that you're saying. Like, you do get the impression that he is keeping an eye and an ear out for certain things, and, like, you might be accidentally brushing up against those things. and taking him in again, getting a good look at him, it occurs to you like you never saw him, but you've heard about him. You've read the descriptions in legends and storybooks of this sinewy old man, except usually he's not carrying a gun. Usually he's dragging a sword. This is Koshay, the Deathless.
The Crit Show is a Crit Show Studios production, edited and produced by Brandon Wentz with music by Jake Purley. You can find more information about us at thecritshowpodcast.com. To keep up to date with upcoming live shows, contests, and other special events, follow us at The Crit Show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For even more weekly content, join us at patreon.com slash thecritshow. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. How much do you know about cryonic preservation? Cryonic preservation. The preservation of human beings at extreme low temperature. You mean like like uh, Walt Disney? I swear to God, if you say anything about Walt Disney's frozen head, I'm hanging up this phone right now. Swear to me, you've never heard of the Red Valley Seabolt until I just told you. I swear. You swear? Could you take your hand off my knee? Look, Warren, if they're sending the butter wouldn't melt new boy looking for Red Valley, it'll be for a reason. Trust me. People are losing their lives in this company. We pulled him out too soon. He is awakening exactly as we planned. He's dying on me! We're all murderers here. Bryony, you, me, that doorman probably. Guy on the corner there with the neck tattoo. I bet he's killed someone. Would you like to cut his head off? I'm sorry. The saw is funny. Gordon, why are you sharing this stuff with me? Why are you smiling? I don't know. I smile when things get awkward. Get in your golden bullet, pick me up. You want to go to Red Valley? You want to go to Red Valley? Red Valley. Red Valley. Red Valley. Red Valley. Red Valley. Red Valley. Red Valley is available on all podcast providers. Do you want to continue?